A podcast on a snare day? On a snare day. Because I risk life and limb. Someone said we talk too fast. They said, I typically listen to podcasts at 1.5, but you two talk so fast, I have to listen to them at regular speed. So are you saying we, we need should slow down? To slow down. But do you see how we're like now Debbie Downers? Yeah, it sounds like a yeah. bad vibe. <laughs> I want an upper. I want a high. <laughs> Guys, I wasn't going to do the podcast today because it is a snow day here in Northern Virginia, but my husband so kindly cleared off the car. I so feel like Iowans right now are like, what do you call that? Yeah. yeah, there's barely two inches on the ground. <laughs> it's frozen the D.C. area to a halt. <laughs> Schools are all canceled, though. OPM nice. canceled at 1030 OPM. last night. The Operations uh, Office of Professional Management. Oh, okay. Which is the government. <laughs> which is your IRS bills delayed by that. <laughs> so this is today's podcast. Do you want to do a quick intro? One, two, three, the sound. Now, would you like to do a quick intro of what this is? Welcome to the Baking It Down Slowly. Pod. Welcome to the Baking It Down Podcast. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome to the Baking It Down Podcast. We are Corey and Heather Miracle. We actually run a group on Facebook called... Sugar Cookie Marketing Parentheses Group. I don't know what it's called. It's a baking it down group. <laughs> there's, there's no baking it down group. What we do is we see things that are hot topics in the group and bring them to the podcast. So while you're decorating or snow shoveling, depending where you are, mm-hmm. you can listen to these sweet, high-pitched, and fast voices. I'm more of a let the weather melt itself type approach to the driveway. <laughs> I'm more of a, I hope you have liability insurance when you are delivering <laughs> yeah. your manager. So today's podcast, we don't wanted to talk about a question we see often, giveaways 101. Giveaways so, have been around since the beginning of time. <laughs> Thank you. It was a wee gleam in my mom's eye when the first sure the apple on the tree of good people was a giveaway. <laughs> Would you like to win? It's free. <laughs> You'll just know everything. So what, by definition, in the cookie world is a giveaway to you? Giveaway is where you give something away. Very nice. That's my same definition. So when we see giveaways, people have questions often, what should I give away? How should I give it away? And this kind of newer question is, what words can I use? So let's start at the beginning of things to know when conducting a giveaway. Well, let's even go further. Why would you do a giveaway? So giveaways are great for one, getting your name out there, especially if you're new, newer to business or newer to the area. Maybe you just moved or something like that. They're a, um, like a quick shot. It's like a shot to the blood vessel of reach. (laughs) You know, if you're like, hey, I need a resuscitate. Let's just do a giveaway. I know. It's not quality. It's not. It's quantity. (laughs) We're just trying to get eyes and bodies on the base. So Corey and I are trying to resuscitate this group, this local group. We started with a giveaway. And the danger is how you get them is how you keep them. However, it is a great way to infuse energy back into a page or group. Yeah. You can't do it every day. You can't do it all the time. But it is something to keep in your back pocket to do maybe quarterly. Yeah, once every so often. So you're not associated with, oh, they give away free stuff only. Just stick around till they post the free stuff that we don't want. So when I would think, hey, I want to give away a a product or a service, I would do it if the page has started to atrophy a bit. If engagement is low, if we're in this lull time, this is a lull time for cookie hours. If your product, like if you're doing a pre-sale and you're not getting a lot of reach on there, mm-hmm. that's a great way to... So the guarantee about giving away something for free is that a lot of people want it. A lot of people don't want to spend any money. <laughs> but you got to remember how you get them is how you keep them. So always yeah. keep that in the back of your mind. But I do like giveaways to just kind of bring up engagement a bit and then and then pocket them again and start doing your normal yeah. sales. I like to to covertly do giveaways as like... I'm 
testing a new product. Great. That's a good one. Back to that. What is the goal of the giveaway? What's the KPI, the key performance indicator of this giveaway? It could be page growth. It could. It, there's so many things. It could, it could be engagement. It could be engagement. It could be more sales on your pre-sale. Um, uh, getting your name out there is a big one. Getting your name. I'm going to say that's a primary one. Making sales from a giveaway post is actually the least of them because technically a giveaway is free. Yeah. So monetizing, converting them to a sales post is is a little bit harder. What I like to do with my little giveaways uh-huh. is, is you're more likely to be comfortable asking for custom cookies like at a later date if you've ever had the pleasure of communicating with me through So opening my page. the first door. That's yes. A little crackly crack. Yay. Okay. <laughs> Can I do a quick aside? Yesterday, every Monday for years, we have a quick phone call. Me and Corey. Corey. Listen, and yesterday. I follow so it's OPM guidelines. It's 1030. I, I call Corey at 1031. Usually at 1030, but I don't call at 1030, I get a text that you dead. No. <laughs> call at 1031 because I'm still getting the paperwork together. So I call, no answer. Call at 1035. Just thinking, you know, sometimes you never know if the call doesn't go through. Well, so you got to do the, the, the secondary. Nothing at 1035. So 10.45, call again, nothing. I text your son. Hey, Arch, your mom alive? Nothing. <laughs> text your husband at 12, nothing. Call you again at 12.10, nothing. No, that was when you're doing it Okay, I called Arch at 12. I called Arch at noon. But the call was at 10.30. An hour and a half has passed. I, I text Arch. I call him. I'm, I'm halfway thinking I need a wellness check. <laughs> so I call Arch. Hello? I said, buddy. I texted you an hour ago. What's going on? I'm asleep. Okay. Could you go? Like, this is honestly what's in my head. Could you go see where your mom is? Her door is closed. And I said, oh, no, she's dead. <laughs> he said, do you want me to go? And I said, absolutely not. Let's just knock. And then I hear, mm-hmm. it's just oh, no, just don't open it. <laughs> You'll be in therapy for years. <laughs> Listen, I, if she was asleep, Listen. Corey was asleep at noon. No, I was asleep at 1130. <laughs> 1130. I was like, you know Wait, what? I said, you know what? Kids don't have school on Monday. And I said, I'm not wearing my Apple Watch. Apple Watch will wake you up when it thinks you maybe have passed Died. away. <laughs> or if I let someone circumvent my don't do not disturb, which is you and Nate. Well, I didn't get yeah, through. So I was like, I ain't going to wear the watch. She's going. She, I told her I will be we sleeping in. There was no communication about that. Listen, guys, if you have children, you Everybody understand <laughs> the sleeping days are rare and few and Dude, far between. Hey, everyone, please weigh in. When was the last time you saw 1130 in the back of your eyes? <laughs> I will say that was astonishing for me as well. <laughs> Anyways, back to the door. Or creaking of your page. <laughs> Let's say you want to wake it up and you think it's dead. <laughs> this is what you do. So let's go to the first point. That's why we'd run them. Here's things to know when you run them. Be careful on posting to your page. It's this new script that runs. I try to con- I try to tell my grandmother it's a hacker isn't a guy behind a computer. It's a script running that does not care that you have a pulse at all. Right. When you use a keyword and and it's the, variable it's a few keywords. Gi- giveaway free. win winner free uh, contest. I think those yes. kind of that gamut of keywords. When you use that, it triggers a script that will immediately duplicate your page. Ask me how duplicate I it. Not ju- it, the name is identical the, in the it, profile the, yeah. photo. So the script identical. runs. It creates a duplicate of the page. It saves your cover photo and your profile image, and then the script runs to comment on every comment on your giveaway post, telling people, "Please DM me." It's a congratulations. You won. DM it me. harnesses the human condition. Oh, that yeah. psychology of I won, claim your prize. Uh-huh. When they go to claim the prize, it asks them for their billing and banking information. <laughs> no. Absolutely. So but here's the problem is 
people are more likely to fall for the scam because maybe they know you in real life. To be honest, it's hard to tell the difference. It, it looks like the, exa- it the page. Does. And unfortunately, after you've done this a few times, mm-hmm. now there's so many pages that Duped. look like yours. How can someone yeah. tag you? And they're really hard to get rid of. Also ask me how I know. So when you're – so people say, well, then if I'm hosting a giveaway and I can't use the word giveaway, what can I do? Uh, what you can do, this is crazy. You can put dashes in between the word giveaway. So it would be G-I-V and <laughs> it's long. <laughs> or you can add just spacing between the word giveaway or you can put the caption in the image, not in the caption. So the key the key here is having giveaway in the written caption. The keyword yeah. is triggering the scam. It's almost like it can't read photos. So if you put in your photo the word giveaway, you can right. do it in Canva. So then your copy would have to dance around that, that word. So we're doing... Hey, enter to and then I would say, do you like do you like cookies? Get some on the house. <laughs> yeah, and then have the the image do yeah. the explaining. So something to keep to know there. Something you can also do, which doesn't actually fit well with this, is you can limit people who can comment to somebody who's liked your page in the last twenty four hours or longer. Which means that immediate spam you've dissuaded. But if we're trying to grow the page, that's not necessarily what I we'd know. want. So just keep in mind that's an option. It's not an ideal option. It's annoying to get rid of those pages. Do we still have the fake one from when you did it? I try not Look. to pay attention to it sometimes. Heather did it. What, what Giveaway Nutramil, the new Nutramil thing that you love. I do love that. Do we have a bunch of fake ones? Let Sugar, me look. Quickie. Pages. Nope. They're gone? cleared out. So we had <laughs> – I accidentally did that. <laughs> we did a giveaway for the Nutramil. Didn't catch it in time. Triggered the scam. I even thought I danced around the words enough, but one of the words I had used, whatever it was, and then it started contacting people. I think it got to two people before we deleted the whole post, which was embarrassing. Yeah. And then it took weeks to get these pages weeks. deleted. Weeks. So just weeks. don't and don't even make the mistake. Yeah. And then you got people actually upset in your comments because they did give their information away. I know. Make terms and conditions included in the giveaway post. Now, this was your point. Explain. <laughs> the problem with giveaways is if you're doing a free custom dozen – that's so broad. Mm. And what if they cash in at the busiest time of the mm. year in December? What if they never year? cash in and you got this floating yeah, you got giveaway? This flo- and then you always in the back of your mind, like, I hope they don't order this week. I'm booked. So you can put t- terms and conditions in the giveaway post or you can send them to the winner at the time of choosing. But they have to be delivered at the beginning Yeah, what of you don't want to do is them win and then they go to take you up on it for their kid's birthday and you're like, yeah, I'm booked for that day. Yeah, so you need to say – you need to put all your terms and conditions kind of there. I think it would be a lot to have it in the original post. It would be I would say heavy. send it to the winner one right. time. So, hey, the, here's what you won and here's the the stipulations yes. with it. And that way it's communicated. What you don't want to do and what you almost can't do is add stipulations after five months. Like when they're ready to place your order and you're like, no, I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> I want your order. Uh, your order's not making me any money, so I'm not going to take it. So you want to put that ahead of time. If you want to put a limit of three months to use it, great, because we're entering the cookie kind of lull. So I force them to use it now when you have a time. But if you have no ex- expiration date, then you leave yourself open that maybe in a year or two they're going to take What's happened, I've seen that cookiers uh, who are doing this part-time end up closing shop, going back to maybe yes. a day job, and someone's like, well, I have this credit, and it doesn't expire. People, when when they're forced to look at the terms and conditions, they'll pull them up and say, you don't have this written here, so I get to use it. And then you're either forced to either give them the monetary equivalent. And that's with your terms and conditions. I tell them what the monetary equivalent is. Yeah, so you would be like my basic tier mm-hmm. uh, up to a certain amount of money. If you're just like you want a custom dozen, prepare yourself. They're yeah, going to want the filigree. most complicated. <laughs> so what you can say is the value of this coupon now that you've wanted is let's say it's $35. My highest tier is $65. We can apply that as a credit towards yes. that. Or you can go for my lower tier option yeah. here. You want – you don't want to kick yourself for not giving enough detail. Yeah. 
It is weird though. It'll it'll make it where you are not opposing sides to this person and who should not, be your biggest yeah. advocate because they won. So that is a great one. So include that. I, if it were me, I would include it when you announce the winner and I would yeah. PM email it. To, I'd email it to him because I like having a copy. Oh, yeah. My yeah. <laughs> uh, we have have making, have entering, like entering be an easy process. Now, you guys some people, <laughs> you guys are like must travel to the moon and back. Turn around three times. Say there's no place I come home five <laughs> times and call your mom to <laughs> enter to win. Please post a screenshot of this in the Go comments. to a public restroom. Drop a light. Say bloody Mary. <laughs> That is the more complicated you make the entrance, it's the least reach you'll have. Now, this is what this your your marketing brain is on, your marketing hat is on. You're going to say, no, I'm not going to make them travel to the moon. But what I'm going to make them do is uh, share this to their personal page, tag three people, call their mom. If you share it to their stories, they get additional 20 entries. And if you you share this in an email to your business, this is an additional two entries. There's no way to to tabulate that without making it extremely difficult. Plus, uh, that's just that's just a lot. I, I would be – I don't like spamming my own friends. I don't. Some and people do. And when people spam me to enter in contests, I immediately unfriend them. I do. So sorry. <laughs> you don't like me. You like winning free stuff. I feel like sometimes when people don't know me really well but friend me on Facebook, then use me to enter the contest. I'm like, oh, I was your contest entry friend. <laughs> This is why you try. I have these people on Instagram who will use me. Uh, they they won't comment on one thing mm. and post, but God forbid they do not pass your cookie marketing underscore. You're right. <laughs> so here's what I would do, and you're gonna think, well, Heather and Corey, you said to increase engagement, asking them to share is increasing engagement. You're asking them to spam. Let's be honest, and it's increasing engagement in an annoying way. Uh-huh. What I always encourage. This is my favorite way. Is comment below. Or comment and tag somebody and you both win. Both win versus just tagging some random poor person who thinks mm. you care about them. I don't. We're both winning. <laughs> <laughs> because odds are, let's be honest, you're not going to win. I mean, if, if 100 people are entering, the odds of you winning is 1%, right? Uh, but you're tagging somebody else and now you're annoying somebody for a 1% chance. That I would Which be better than a zero. <laughs> yes, I'd almost <laughs> rather the zero. Uh, so make entering exponentially easy and just do it more frequently. If you're like, you'll the easier you make the entry questions, actually, the higher the engagement will be yeah. because it's so easy to enter. Here's a strategy you can do for every person that comments and you don't make them share or do whatever that comment back to them. You can have a conversation. They're not going to be like, oh, are you commenting? Because I want <laughs> No, you can comment on whatever they're saying. Like, I like to ask a question, like picture of your dog. Comment to enter is answering a question, like yeah. a prompt. That's yeah. a good one. Picture of your dog. And then we can have a conversation about your dog. Right. Because again, that's a better way to, to manufacture engagement than forcing people to tag. Also, that is considered um, engagement baiting as well, forcing somebody to tag to enter something. And I don't know that Facebook loves it. I don't. But asking them to comment and then carry on the conversation, I think, falls more in line with the community that Facebook's trying to grow, and it rewards it with range. And you're, instead of people just being a number in this giveaway, you're investing with comments mm-hmm. to these people. Like Corey said, she'd be more apt to buy something from somebody she already had a communicative relationship with. We have have the graphic include the prize back again to that copy. It is so frustrating. And it's always changing. So yeah. it's really hard to be like these four words because they're getting smart just like you see the scams going around where it says guess 4562 
has messaged you. <laughs> Guest 7772 has been in my inbox all weekend. But yeah, so it's, I know that we can say whatever kind of hints around to entering a contest is going to trigger those scripts, but we're not sure exactly what yeah. it is. Contest, winner, giveaway. Giveaway, I'm positive. Yeah. <laughs> As we all know. Uh, Neutral <laughs> Don't use that. Uh, short duration. So keep the duration of the giveaway. It, you may think, okay, marketing sense here. The longer you keep this open, the more people can enter. But what you're going to find is that people lose the energy and of winning. Then they lose the interest in it. Like if you have a two-week open giveaway, yeah, there's no, there's no FOMO. <laughs> Here's a great example of it. Two years ago, we did Last Common Standing for the Vendi yes. Bundy. And I left it open for 24 hours. And by the end of the 24 hours, people, like, their feelings were hurt. The energy had died, and then it turned it, it delicious. It turned into, like, anger La- and pessimism. <laughs> the last comment standing meant that any comment that didn't have a reply would would potentially win this. So last year, I did last comment standing, but I closed it in two hours, and the energy was really high. Yeah. And people were like, thank you so much. It was so fun. It was so crazy. Yeah, because then they could know about their life. I know. So I would say have the duration. If you're doing it on a page giveaway, I would have it as low as two days. Something, something today, today would be even great. If I know I enter a contest and I could win it tonight, yeah, so that would be great. Be like, I'll double check. check now, the marketing mindset's like the shorter you make this, the fewer people you reach. Okay. I think the energy will actually be higher because everyone says, I'll enter this today and I could win today. As you know, well. Wendy's, Wendy's, yeah. Swan, red hair, absolutely braided. If uh-huh. every Dave. time they open a new Wendy's, mm. first 100 people, did get. you see the line at the Wendy's? <laughs> yeah, like, they my mom, who doesn't eat at Wendy's, said, I was gonna go get the line. <laughs> so it's really the shortest duration because within the first hour, it's yes, come to 100 yeah, people. Absolutely. What did they get? You get Wendy's for a year, free all of Wendy's, yeah, but it's like a little notebook thing yeah oh okay okay let's say hey here for the first hundred people but the first hundred people so there's the energy people lining uh up counting the cars in front of them and but you lose that energy when you open what if it was like we'll pick randomly for the next two months each day (laughs) yeah right so it's that hype and that that is kind of what you want to capture with marketing is there's a little bit of like how far can we reach but also how high can we keep that energy for such time how high can we go I no, don't I know what this is. What is this from? It's from a kitchen? No, I think it's a popular, a popular mainstream music song. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> oh, hello, can you go? Hello, can you go? Sign up for Corey's new <laughs> traveling music tour. That's all I know. <laughs> okay, you have this one and things to know. Make it a valuable prize, aka not lost. It's not hours. your trash stuff. Things that didn't sell at the market. That would three be days ago. a flash. <laughs> so when you, you do the giveaway, you want to kind of highlight your best. I one. I love giveaways. I hate giveaways because I package them like they're a custom order. Yeah, buddy. That was Why? Because That's I want marketing. them to turn into Here's a thing. customer. If you think about the content, odds are the giveaway image is the giveaway, right? Yeah. Which means you probably already baked it, but okay. Quick turnaround time. And we want that graphic to reach as many people as possible. That is the goal of this. Uh-huh. That is a marketing focus. But to not give away a high-quality product means the least quality product you have is reaching the most people, and that's not that's good branding. That's not what we want. So yeah. when I do a giveaway, like I did some cake pop giveaways, and I, I didn't say it was a giveaway. I said I need some taste Here's testers. trash. Please go. <laughs> so these are, so they were the best ones of the batch. Oh, You've got yeah. the worst. <laughs> Might have crackling in the job. <laughs> but I packaged them as if they ordered an actual customer. Did I, did I lose out on that? Absolutely. Absolutely. The whole thing. Is strategic marketing in the terms that you're losing money on it. 
For sure. In exchange, but here's the thing. You want to run an ad on Facebook, buddy? Cough up 100 bucks. Yeah. However you want to yeah. spend it, you're going to be spending money. So I want them to have the experience, even though it is a giveaway, they're spending $0, that they have the best experience. Because when you do go to make that custom order, I don't want you to be like, oh, yeah, I got our broken leftover cookies over in the bottom of a freezer. Yeah, like, we'll not be ordering it. <laughs> we'll be entering a free contest. <laughs> would you run a Facebook ad to a giveaway? I know my answer. I would probably not. I would not. Why? I don't want that. The riff raff. Yeah. <laughs> So what happens, Facebook's going to push this out. It'll get comments and It'll stuff. get cons. I'm not sure what kind. Yeah. And and I don't know that that's the resuscitation we needed. We didn't want a cold audience. We wanted to rewarm our Yeah, I like audience. when it's to an audience that's already in there. I yes. would run – how about this? I'd run it to people who already like my page. Not even in their friends. Not in their friends. <laughs> yeah. Just to people who like my page so I can rewarm you up, be back in your feet again, some brand recognition mm, there. That's very nice. I like it as a product release. That's a great idea to keep yes. the – So it doesn't look like the giveaway is like, did these not sell? Yeah, Rather, like, I'm introducing these, this and I want to hype you guys up. Are these disgusting? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did these cake pop pop? So one time I did – I found another recipe online and I said, vote your favorite sugar cookie recipe. One was one I use all the time and the one was I just found online. They got to eat both of them. Test it out. So they felt involved. So with you the want winner. to do that as a giveaway? A taste test or giveaway? I, did. I love it. Taste test. I need a you taste get two birds one stone. Really? Yeah. We have the next point: how to execute. So we covered why would you do it, things to know when you do it, so how to do it. Now I prefer, and I'm going to come in at the easiest possible entry questions, known to man. So that's always going to be comment. Comment with a gif if you want to make it even easier. It's a gift. Like so, like you could say, comment the gift of your gift yeah. of your current mood. Yeah, that's it's low bun. Your celebrity crush. I saw that there. I like when it's more personal, so I can get to know you a little bit better. That's a comment, but if we want to go the lowest entry, the I lowest engagement, you could do even like little, this post to entry. Give me a enter. little song sign. I know. I'm telling you, if you want to make it easy, this yes. is bottom of the barrel easy. Bottom like, right. comment, react. Comment with a gift. And then now we got the more valuable comment. So with the comment, you don't want yes or no. You want open-ended questions. So yeah. give me an example. Oh, we did this in the Facebook group where it's making me resuscitate. And it was, how long have you been married? So whatever the number is, you can How long have comment. you lived in the area was a that fantastic one. That one was one. a giveaway. That was what we did. And people love to give an explanation. And then whenever they comment, oh, my goodness, was Wegmans there when yeah, you moved in? Uh -huh. So then you can answer that. And, and they love of, saying, been here since It was in our part one time. <laughs> Comment with a tag, both people, the tagger and taggy win. So yeah. this is a hybrid of spamming people, but in a way that is less yes. spammy. Yeah. Still a rough one. I also don't like being entered that way. I'm less offended though. Yeah. I'm less offended than the tag three to enter the win. The three get nothing. The I notification. <laughs> I, so I do like if you say, okay, comment two people. Oh, comment one person you think will like X, Y, Z, and you both have the potential yeah. to win together. That would be better. But I still like comment and start an engaging post yes. is the best. Uh, here's the thing. Don't tell someone I'll, if you share this post with the privacy settings on Facebook, it's nearly it's, impossible. Um, yeah. For you to be like, share this, like this, comment and save. It's so hard to track mm -hmm. who actually shares it. And you're going to start your little giveaway. And then you're like, come to the Sugar Cookie Mare group. How can I see who shared it? It says shared, but I can't see it. So let's say you see a share. Let's say a, a page post has five shares. Mm -hmm. You click on it and you only see two. Those people have their share 
setting set to public, meaning they wanted people to see, even they're not friends, what they shared. And, and you the, can't see a share of a share. Now you may be saying, but I can see this person share. Are you friends with them? Because if you're friends with them, they likely had the share setting set to friends or friends of friends. So yeah. even a proxy It can share. get too far out where the share of the and, share And share. what are you going to sit down and track that all It'd down? It'd be like, please... Please take a photo That's, of the share. Take a screenshot of your share. Now you've got people having how Some many hoops? We got I gotta go share this. I got a screenshot that I shared it. I gotta, I gotta go return it back to the thread <laughs> that I shared it. So I'm going to say if this is an engagement thing, that's not an ideal way to get engagement. It makes it too complicated. The problem is a lot of people hang so many hats on a giveaway. Mm -hmm. They want it not only to make them more sales, they want them to have it more reach, more page likes, more followers. That You have got to have a goal with your giveaway, and the goal is going to determine what you need to do as far as stipulations go. But always think, the human uh, water likes the path of least resistance, so do Facebook and we as humans like to drink Would water. Would you run a giveaway on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok? I, uh, TikTok is too broad. Okay, now. Um, Instagram, if you have made your audience the right audience. So whichever is your primary. Yeah. So Facebook probably is most, most okay. people have done it geared toward the correct. That's where that script runs. I don't think that script, the scam script where they do the page no, runs on Instagram. So. Okay, we have uh, ways, uh, other options, invite to groups. So now when somebody invites somebody to a group, it tells you as a group admin that this person was invited by this. Now you got to do a little pen and paper, right? So you're going to copy and paste it. it. It's not not like you can export who's inviting the most. So a little bit of investment, great way to grow a group. That's how I grew that little community group. I was like... $50 $50 gift card to nothing but cakes for the person who invites the most people. So I had a little pen and paper. Did my How long was the duration? I think it did a week. Mm, kind of long. Listen, we were coming from scratch. <laughs> um, so kind of think of what your goal is if you want to grow a group. Now, here's the caveat with groups. That giveaway scam doesn't run in private groups. It runs in public groups. But if your group is like a VIP group or a local community group set to private, running a giveaway using any of those buzzwords does not affect you negatively. Yes. We have – now, here's another thing. So if that was a, to grow a group, you can grow your newsletter. This is actually what we ran for the Vendi Blendy. If you signed up for the newsletter, you had a potential to win like a, one of those yeah. 3D printers. And we saw exponential growth. How we get them is how we keep them. A lot of growth, growth in the growth. <laughs> but how you, growth, them, growth. <laughs> how you get them is how you keep them. So a lot of those people that signed up during the vending blending uh, want the free transfers. Yeah. But they're numbers, right? So you got to cultivate them. But I will say that. Keep that in mind. That is always a caveat with giveaways is how you keep them. How you get them is how you keep them. But email is the number one marketing source right. still currently. So signing up to newsletter, it's easy to track that because you got all the people who signed up. You can yeah. see it. Um, and then you can remarket them, which is nice. Honestly, if you ran a giveaway to grow um, your newsletter and you wanted to sell us, let's think Taylor Swift to friendship bracelet, mm-hmm. two cookies and one, mm-hmm. you give, you choose a winner mm-hmm. from those who sign up and then give the rest of the people 10% off of there. What a, in the same email. Oh, that's not a bad idea. So everybody so kind of wins. wins. That's a great, when you, you know what? That's luck. That's luck. So that's not a bad idea when you do email marketing. Otherwise, if you did that on Facebook, you'd be messaging so many people. Yeah. We have follow on Instagram. This was also what we did at the Vendi Blendy. It is a great way to get a lot of followers when your motive is to get them. Now, the caveat is that when I think of people who order from cookies, I don't think a lot of them are on Instagram. It's Yeah. It depends where your audience is. Mm -hmm. A lot of 
But you wouldn't say on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. So you'd have to poach from your own Facebook audience or group. But a group were on Facebook. On so we're Instagram, in. what they mostly do is comment the name of a baker who would also love to have. So it's not going on Instagram. I mean, you're commenting and then you on have Facebook to follow or Instagram. Instagram. Comment, follow, this follow everyone this in this post. Yeah. Like, how are you having five people in one giveaway? <laughs> I would keep the giveaway simple. I'd run five different giveaways before I included yeah. five different ways to enter in one. That jumping through hoops. Here's the thing. It's because you can reach out to business and be like, would you donate I something know. to my giveaway? I know. I know. I know. And now you're asking the world of your little followers. Are these cookies that are doing this? It's cookies to cookies. So what are they giving away that somebody else donated? Cutters? Uh, packaging, cutters. Well, these are gels. shops that are selling the cookies. Yeah, what but is it's a cookie? a cookier is just trying to grow their numbers oh, through the shops. Okay. Yeah, rough one. <laughs> if you're a cookier selling locally, don't grow your audience with cookies. <laughs> we are trying to grow our audience with you guys. Okay, so that's how to execute. Comment. Comment with a tag and you both win. I like the comment to be a prompt. Comment with a tag. Make, how do you know this person you think should win? <laughs> Something. <laughs> Shares don't work. Don't even try to track it. Invite to the group as the incentive. Sign up for the newsletter as a different incentive. Yeah. Follow on Instagram. The tendency is people to shove those all three in one giveaway. That's a lot to do again. And I'll track it. No, you won't. It's really hard to do. So make it really simple and run multiple giveaways. Now we have what to give. And Corey poses this question. Give what you want more of. Yeah. So if you're if you don't make cake pops, but you're learning them, but you want to make more custom cookie sales... Don't give away the cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What you're going to do is you're going to let people – the point of the giveaway is to reach more people. If you're giving away a cake pop, those people will be like, oh, this person makes cake Yeah, pops. cake pops. So I will – But you might be cake thinking pop. cake pops are cheaper to make. Okay. No, I have no clue. You're saying – But I'm saying it's that tendency Absolutely. to save money on the giveaway by giving something yeah. as a lower margin. What I don't make is mini cookies. So, so my giveaway, giveaway isn't going to consist of mini cookies because I don't make them. Because you hate them. Because I feel like they take just as much yeah. work as a regular size. A lot of colors. Because you got to make up for the size. Yeah, and then they're tiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, the detail work is pretty tiny. Yeah, but then you can't charge as much the as The day Corey just... did an advent calendar, the only person, that was years ago, the only person who bought them was my sister. It's about three of them. And I, I had to wrap these little squares. Die. That's why you see me not liking advent calendars that day. I, I'm not a mini cookie person. Yeah. So Corey's not going to give away mini cookies, even if she has them left over from yeah. an order because she doesn't want to grow that side of the business. So if you're saying, well, I'm just learning macarons and I want to get rid of these, keep in mind that's what you're that's what you're creating the the want for that yeah so you could say like i need taste testers like or my family doesn't go. if you're trying to sell taylor swift friendship bracelets that is your goal then give that away so here's something here's an example Corinne donated a class ticket a cookie class ticket to a local charity that ticket ended up bringing in one custom order and two additional class tickets. And that was great because we wanted to grow our cookie classes. So we got the branding. Now, this is an in-person giveaway. I think it was an auction or something, mm -hmm. a raffle. Uh, we got that part of our business growing, and it resulted in that business growing. So what you breed is what you get, right? You have uh, pre-sale items. Yeah, if you want to do pre-sale items, like your pre-sales aren't moving – Giveaway pre-sales is going to get more eyes on your pre-sales. And if that's what you're trying to get more sales of, that's what you want to give away. If you're trying to give away a custom dozen, that's not going to provide you the benefits of what you need right now currently. Yeah, I agree with that one. So when was the last giveaway you were on? I just gave some cake pops away. How did they enter? You had to be the first person to comment. The first person? Quinn, that wasn't even a I contest. Had, literally, I had 14 of them. 
lots of people. See, yeah. <laughs> but the first person, only the first comment wins. I would not say that's what no. You I said. would say for, no. If you commented, tell me how many kids you got. You just said the children. first person to comment. Yeah, the first two, the first eight people who commented got something. Oh, I'm not asking how you rigged it. I'm asking what the giveaway was. Pops. No, <laughs> how did they enter to get it? They had a comment. <laughs> how did, and what was the question? <laughs> Chronologically, that's the last thing I did. You were just a sloppy contest. <laughs> okay, what was before that? I'm trying to remember. I don't do. I think often. you mostly do the taste test or I have do a leftovers. Lot of that, a lot of leftover mm-hmm. things. Not a bad way. So, when do you think people should run contests in their slow times or consistently, quarterly or monthly? I would say I would run it in your slow times that if you need a little bang for the buck, you don't want to run it in your busy times because now you're, you're going to add more work for yeah. yourself. Okay. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking. What? what? I'm to, I feel like I'm a what? I'm trying you to literally, literally slap my hand for my cake pop giveaway. Did, yeah, because you really did, did a taste tester. You got a tongue, you count. Comment below to I run out. I'm dental Heather. And Corey's willing to do that. Let's move on to text. This is quite a long text. Is there anything else you'd like to add? No, that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, ladies. This is Mar- Marsha. With Siesta Cookie Company, I have a few questions. One, the easy one first. I noticed when Corey films decorating cookies, she's using two different bags, one for the outline, one for the flood. Are they the same consistency, just different sized holes, or are you making two consistencies? I only do one consistency, two different sized holes. Oh, really? The reason why is you just need a little dam. That's not a curse word. You don't have to look that up. (laughs) Oh, icing gate to keep the icing on there. So if you want to look like you are as close as can be to the edge of the cookie, you will cut a tiny little hole. And that will just be – it'll dry super fast because it's so thin, but it will also stop the icing from so going what, over the So what, kind side. of act like hard or less or more stiff icing because it dries so quickly because it's yes. so thin? Oh, but it's so tiny and yeah. now so dry because it's so thin that it will hold the icing in. What if you only made one consistency with a larger cut hole? I do that, but it won't have a as yeah, crisp a corner. Right, <laughs> so more detailed cookie cut out, more smaller the hole. If you want it to look like it's going to the edge and it's as crispity crunchy as it can okay. be to the edge. Number two, I've been going through and listening to past podcast episodes. I was listening to number 72 and you talked about having two websites, one for customs and one for classes. I'm new. I just started the last third of 2023. I have a small following, two websites, Facebook and Instagram. Sounds like overkill for me, although I already own the domain name for classes. I can hardly keep up with the ones I have. I'm retired, so I'm not looking to make a ton of money. But yeah, no, just the one website. Corey's Bakery is her own. I am not affiliated with it other than making that cute branding. The cookie classes we teach together though. So I'm, I'm, I admin the cookie. At the end cookie of the classes. day, there's one of you. There's 24 hours in a day yeah. and you have two hands. Mm-hmm. If it's easier for you to keep it under one roof, then absolutely mm-hmm. keep it under one roof. We have found, me and Heather have found, that the audiences are a little bit different from those who order custom cookies for those who go to classes. So we've split them. Yeah, but we're also res- we're leaning back on search engine optimization SEO by a direct match keyword of sugar cookie classes, which has allowed people searching for cookie classes. 
to find us. However, if it was just me and Corey wasn't involved and I was able to bake and run classes, I would keep them all on the same. It's just too hard to manage and grow both pages. It's not like we're doing a ton to grow the classes. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, I am using my custom bakes for ordering now, which has its pluses and minuses. I'm thinking of having a website that directs my custom bakes for orders at some point. I can't utilize my my custom or square without my own site. What would be a viable workaround? Let me just read that one more time. I'm using my custom bakes for ordering now, which has its plus. I'm thinking of having a website that directs to my custom bakes for orders at some point. Okay, so I think what we want to say is we're directing the domain to my custom bakes, which is a website. So domains being the www dot where the domain takes you is the website. So we would want to redirect our domain to my custom bakes at some point. I can't utilize without my own site. There's an acronym there that I don't know what it means. Uh, what would you do? So what I do is you have the domain and you have a My Custom Bake site. Mm-hmm. C- point the domain at the My Custom Bake site through a 301 redirect. That's it. That's yeah. all you need to do. Whenever you want to unplug that, it's just deleting a record in your DNS. There you go. Fancy words. She's got two number threes. I like how she snuck in. So oh, third nice. point is a number four, but labeled number three. I have noticed people seem to want me to hold their hands even though they think it's easy to follow the link. Would a job form or Google Doc be help people more? That's a great question. So she's saying, should I use my custom bakes or should I use a form? Uh, Corey uses a job form. I haven't made our website yet. It forces people to convert. That's the. It's a single page website. If we're, there's no way to get lost in a form, like there is a way to get lost on a website. There's a not real way to be upsold in a form, like there is on a website. So the website's supposed to be like that. Add the confidence that you're going to get. We're we're conditioned that websites mean I'm getting my order. Yeah, like I can go and I can look at past reviews or yeah, I can yeah. see your current work. So a form, it's pretty much to the buy buy this right now you're filling out this form because you want to buy something right so we're as a website it's kind of proof of purchase you feel real confident the form is like you're gonna get it maybe fill it out now so you don't get a warm up you don't get to upsell them or cross sell them or cover even more things right now it's very easy to do a job form so if you have neither of those set up i'm going to say start with a job form Make it easy to place an order and collect money at time of payment, then migrate to an actual website. The goal it would be, yes, to get to your own website. I will say, though, that a job form has been really nice because I don't have to hold someone's hand. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, you need to fill this out. But Heather has set up the job form where you can't continue to the next part of the form until you answer the question correctly. So it's like, are you located in Northern Virginia? If you do not answer that you are located in Northern Virginia because it cannot ship, it won't let you go to the next part. It will be like, sorry, we can only ship – we can only give orders to people in Northern Virginia. So then it goes down and it says, you know, you have to choose if you, you can't just fill out the form without choosing what you want. Yeah. If you're wondering what that's called, the technical term, if you do have a job form and want to set that up, it's conditional formatting. So it's if this, then that. If you live in Northern Virginia, show the rest of the form. Yeah. If you don't live in Northern Virginia, show this warning that they cannot submit. Yeah. So it, at the end, it, like, there's things you can choose. You can choose cake pops, you can choose macarons, and you can choose custom cookies on that form. You have to choose at least one thing to be able to submit. Because you're collecting payment on that form or not? Uh, no, I don't. I have to approve you. Oh, yeah. That was what you wanted. <laughs> Darn it. <laughs> I wonder if you could do conditional logic to say if it's this one thing that you're guaranteed, like, let's say cake pop is a standard yeah. price. But if if custom cookies, then, then yeah. quote only. Uh, the last text. Hi, twins. I'm wanting to host my first cookie class and starting the hunt for a suitable venue space. What would you say is a reasonable good venue fee? One space I'm considering is $75 an hour. I'm not sure if that's good or bad, 
because I have no other reference points, would love some insight. I can tell you what we do, a $60 per hour rate, so $90 per class. That was when we had a paid venue at a work a work, what do you work, call it? Work solutions place, like work away from home. Place. Yeah, like those places where you rent Conference an office. Room. And we thing. live in the a high cost price of needs area. to depend on what you're charging for your tickets. That's pretty, what if it's a, oh yeah, she's doing flat rate. So we have two different types of pricing, percentage. There's percentage, there's percentage of sale, which I, I would not, I would steer clear. And then flat rate. Flat rate is what I'm going to always steer towards because I can know my cost before I teach the event, right? Percentage of sale. Event right is percentage of the ticket price, but I'm talking about venue. I know. Fees. I'm just thinking like what's Nickel and Diamond? Everything <laughs> in the whole world. <laughs> so we rented. Here's the thing: we kind of created a relationship with the work shared workspace we lady, did. and she threw in our cleaning times because she gave us. She was supposed to clean. We got an extra hour beforehand. No one came in after us, so. She just let us go. We had to just reset the place to look like yeah. it did us. So know. she threw in the hours we spent cleaning in exchange that she wouldn't have to clean. Yeah. So that was how we kind of worked that. So if I'm honest, so we would rent it out two hours per class to give us 30 minutes, 15 and 15 to clean up and set up. And then we played $60. Now, we live in an extremely high cost of living area, and that was an extremely convenient location. I'm going to say it was on the higher end. It was for how small the room was. Right. So if you can... Well, okay, let's now another contingent is how many people can fit in the room, just like you said. So if right. she has a room that fits fifty, then seventy five dollars an hour is absolutely nothing. that's why there's so many different factors. You can't just be like if it's not if it's over forty, it's out, you know. Uh, so I, I did the math. Our percentage, if that room sat ten, which I could think it barely would, yeah, it was twelve percent. So that was our room rate, twelve percent per class. Now somebody in the cookie college had asked this question, we did the math and she was at almost thirty-three percent per class of venue was taken cut of. I think that's an aggressive venue fee. My goal is to always find the cheapest, if not the freest venue possible, and then go from there. I think seventy-five is on the higher end of what I've seen per yeah. hour. When I just went to that cookie decorating class from the batch suite, right. her place, her venue, spectacular. Paid. It was paid. I don't know how much you paid, but I can't imagine that it was inexpensive because it was so nice looking. So ways to, and I think we've covered this in some podcast class venues that I think you can get close to free is things like Joanne Fabrics because you're bringing people into their space to shop. If the if you can find a Joanne that's been remodeled, so does that Michael's. Michael's sometimes they used to. I don't know. what Someone they said do. you got to check, but those places seem to be designed now. You could do community centers, but I think you're going to be paying a fee. Libraries sometimes you can do it for free. But most of the time, it's if you charge a profit, you can't use it. Churches, kind of community centers yes. like that. And then we've talked about breweries seem to want to have things to attract people. It's kind of hard to... Things that have popped up here locally are shared craft spaces. Yeah. And it's where you can actually... this. It's made for teaching and you rent out the room. Uh, it was pretty inexpensive. Remember when they first oh, started right, right, and right. inquired about it? Um, kitchen remodeling showrooms, those places are just dead zones on the weekends. So sometimes you can say, Hey, kitchen bakers, trying to tie that in there. That's actually where we teach our classes now. We did the shared workspace. Again, there's always going to be a fee associated with that unless you can sell them on, I'm going to advertise for yeah. you. Uh, pop, uh, wineries and breweries. cafes. Yeah. yeah. So those, we did host one at a brewery. It was the loudest wow. experience. It and wasn't was laid no, out. There was no door to stop. I'm going to be honest, joke people. <laughs> they were just coming, coming in. in and watching us. <laughs> yeah, and, we, and it was very back. distracting. <laughs> so they also had music playing for the half of the yeah. brewery who wasn't in the class. And the air conditioning reverberated. Yeah. Heather's voice doesn't even travel in normal. Like to switch to your next cookie. And then they let them order food. <laughs> and yeah. And they love it. Yeah. 
So that is what I'd recommend. I would say start hunting around options. Explore what your options are. $75 is a little high per hour. But if you, again, if you're charging $100 a ticket, who am I to judge? Your percentage yeah. is going to tell you that. So ours was at 12%, if you're wondering. I, and then we were talking the cookie college. Most people seem to be around 10 to 15%, yeah. but 35% is, is insane. So it's going to depend on how much you're making per class and how long your classes are, which is why time is money, which is why you'll see Corey and I always teach a class in an hour and a half. We if that means do. we shorten the class, we do. We do. Moving on. To- Moving on to... <laughs> You woke up like an hour ago. Puff up. <laughs> I told you, a heavy lunch makes me tired. You are at low end. If you are familiar with California Pizza Kitchen, CPK, they have a red velvet cake. I'm going to be honest. People have been for. sleeping on CPK. Yeah, because they revamped the menu. They did. And it helped them. It feels like they're trying a little bit hard. They have a red velvet cake uh, with Look a white sun. chocolate oh buttercream. It's All governor. Oh, so good. But I had that now. <laughs> well, me and Heather split it. But I said if I split it with you, I get the okay, back I get, half of the okay, cake. Okay, do we understand how triangles work where the point is little? This is the <laughs> longest triangle. And Corey makes Heather gets, Corey gets a whole back I get it, the, and I get the point. <laughs> By the time I've gone you through get the, all the point, whipped cream. Yeah, there is whipped cream. Going on, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> I was it's even thinking really today. Someone's like, I'll charge you $5 for this cream. <laughs> I went to Wegmans to try the red velvet after having that one. Doesn't compare. Do you think this is too cold? Like it's the drier. Cake is cold? Oh, no, no. Like, yeah, I kind of feel like yeah. Wegmans doesn't get the. I feel like CPK cuts it while you're there, so the sides have never touched air before. Yeah, I'm gonna agree. <laughs> I have to agree. I can agree. They also give you free breads. So, so anyway, what are you telling about the on. thing? You, what? you brought them into California. <laughs> no, she said I'm tired because oh. I ate there. Here's a marketing tactic California Pizza Kitchen runs every once a year. You go there, you order your little meal. The waiter says, hey, we're actually running this promotion. And they give you a completely sealed letter on all sides. You know like when you get the IRS and you have to crunch both It's parts? a very branded letter. Oh, yeah, but it's like sealed. So you cannot open it. Yeah, all, it's a card. All four sides are sealed. Yeah, and it says... On your next return visit, if the manager who signed it and dated it, yeah. if he opens this, you could win $50,000. So the requirement is you have to come back and be eating, then the manager opens. But you can win up to $50,000. You were on your phone and he just said that. But you can win <laughs> up to $50,000. It's kind of a smart marketing tactic. I think it could be a me, I would rather it be a smaller win. But everyone wins if you something. you win $50,000 like on Tuesday like next Monopoly. week. Like Monopoly. If you win 50000 next week, no. you're going to be obsessed <laughs> with this skateboard. They're coming back to see me, guys. <laughs> but if, like, you know the Monopoly for McDonald's? Mm-hmm. Like, you could win, like, a mm-hmm. small fry. Yeah, that's fair. I like that where everyone's going to Speaking of terms and conditions, it expires on a certain date, and not everyone's guaranteed to win, and Sean has to open it. <laughs> it had all their little prerequisites. Mm-hmm. Our podcast sponsors, we want to take a moment and thank them because without them, there would be no podcast to sponsor. Amen. Sponsor number one is AE Core Backers. AE Core Backers is retiring. The, been, dude, this has been retiring this for five podcasts. Wait, I'm just waiting until she actually says they're <laughs> oh, sold out. Oh, it's not retired yet? Huh? It's not retired yet? They're selling them out. They're selling them out till they're gone. Okay. Okay. Polar White. <laughs> They're retiring Polar White, but she's doing one last run of it. So I check with her website. I'm waiting for the details for her to post, but you can get on the list and buy the last one of Polar White, and then they're retiring it for life to make room for new stuff that's coming out this year. You can use code TWINS at checkout to save 20%. And that wasn't for that website. 
You can use code. <laughs> wow, my brain. Yeah. <laughs> I got turned off back there. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, the CPK <laughs> red velvet is to die for. You can use. You can use. You're lucky nobody listens to this. <laughs> you're good. You just go, sugar cookie to save 20% of it. Like, uh, <laughs> last but not least. I know it's a sign. I say that penne pasta was amazing as well. You got penne? Yeah. Chicken. Kind of like caper. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Royal Badge by Bakery Bake is a meringue powder. It has all the good fixings. I love it. It and is my favorite. If it was a barbecue dinner, it would have the collard greens and <laughs> it would the, have the, the capers in there. <laughs> so this, it's Bakery Bake is a company. Royal Batch is the icing, the meringue powder, and has everything you need, including... It has vanilla extract already in there, so it's tasty taste right out of the bag. Yeah, ma'am. And the great thing, if you're adding vanilla, if you're not using clear vanilla, it will tinge oh it's that eggplant it's that it eggshell like white cream oh. yeah so then you're not to, great and you're like here's your off white so it, whatever's in there it's already it's bright white when you make it because mm. it already has white you food usually color in adding it no i never add vanilla. if you used another one would you add yeah. that oh really uh-huh. does it make that big of a difference the the white uh-huh. the adding the white food coloring makes a world of difference. Really? If you don't add it, it does not look white. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah, it looks off white, a little dirty. Yeah, yeah. Well, and if you don't use clear vanilla and you use like tinted, you get it's oh. So also if you brown. do a double down, yeah, you, you don't have, have to yeah. So most people will add white food coloring in it just to get it white. But <sighs> Royal Batch already whips up bright white because okay. it already has that in there, uh-huh. and it already has corn syrup in there. Softer bite. Give it a softer bite. Who would want a harder bite? I think you don't worry about it until you do something that's like a big old floral. Oh. Otherwise, you wouldn't really know. Okay. And then what was Does anyone miss it some? No, we said vanilla extract, corn syrup, and white food coloring. Yummo. So code TWINS is 10% at checkout. I know they have a five-pound bag, which people like to keep. Do you in, think they're in stock right now? Kinda, no, you know what? I, no, they're not. Yeah. Check to see real quick if okay. you want. Last but not least is Eddie, the edible food printer direct-to-food. Imagine your printer that prints your kids' homework that they need to work on. Prints directly on a cookie. So now the only difference is, is edible icing, which um, – I mean, it's pretty fantastic watching this. That they call it the tongue. Eddie's tongue comes yeah. out, looks up your cookie, sucks it in. Ear, 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 the most colorful like colors a in the real world. printer, and then spits out a cookie with a print on it. I have to actually make Corey design this week so she can go macaroon, and it's for a corporate order. <laughs> yeah, it is <laughs> because corporate loves to see their complex logos, and then they and love they to have complex cookies. logos which are impossible to pipe and unless you're spending a million dollars. If you weren't I using- could not. I could not. It would be a ridiculous yeah, that one logo. Is so many letters mm-hmm. plus a weird croissant moon at the top, uh-huh, then underscore yeah. the smaller letters. It would be a, a highly yeah, difficult. So, Eddie, it is. We're halfway through the first month of the year. Halfway through. It's the sixteenth, and if your goal was to have an Eddie by Christmas, you could do that. Now he's not cheap. He's three thousand. So let's say, let's. How much would you have to save a week? Three thousand. By the way, 52. We are looking at you have to save only $57 a week. Oh, really? Mm-hmm, yeah. Three nice. DIY kits, two DIY kits, depending on your nice. how you If you sold two DIY kits, I think wait, we price them at 20 or 30 bucks. It depends on how many. Goodies. So let's say 
two DIY kits, 30 bucks. If we did that every week this year, by December, we could buy an Eddie on just the back of a DIY kit. How easy, really easy. Really nice gift. And I know that we passed Christmas, so if you were on the night list, you didn't get one. Now you need to reassess the options. And that would be a really interesting way. Now, look, Corey can take these corporate orders that otherwise would have been a no. Yeah, would have been an R. Yeah. So, Eddie, you can check them out. I actually suggest checking out their Facebook group, Eddie Edible Printer Users Group on Facebook. Uh-huh. It's a very long, yeah, very yeah. long name. But find that. You'll get inspired. You'll be able to know the comings and goings. And then, and I'm a refurb girly. You can they buy do. their uh, refurbished Eddie or you can buy used Eddie. And that's where I think it's kind of nice. I also think it's great that if you buy the, the used or refurbed and the original person had the Warranty. Warranty. It goes with machine, not the person. And you still can redeem a fresh new hour on a used machine to get training with yeah, them. Yeah, which is in, it's in everyone's language. native language. And they've extended awesome. their operating hours. We could learn a thing or two because we've not seen a thing or two. I know. And also Royal Bench, one pound bag is in stock. Five pound is not in stock. Oh, darn. Okay. So there you go. Quite over it, kiddos. There you go. Let them know what you're working on in the cooking house. The Cookie College. I'll say this challenge that we're working on. We're halfway through the challenge. It's January janitors. And everyone wanted to kind of taste test habits for the new year, right? Here's the, here's the thing. When you have to go clean stuff, well, you're just making some sounds over there, champ. Remember last week your stomach played a third podcast? <laughs> and now it's filled <laughs> with red velvet. Um, when... When you have the new year, new year, new me, newly opening that door I've never opened, right? So we're taste testing habits. Last, yesterday was boot the books. Boot the books? Uh-huh, like yeah, the you know, little endless You buy books, books, you think recipe books, journals you've used, yes. kind of get rid of them. Donate them, recycle them, whatever it is. Uh, the day, Two days before that, it was uh, uh, junk in your trunk. Where you had car. to clean out your car's trunk. So everyone is, one, it's more fun to do this stuff together. And the yeah. Cookie College, because it's a lot smaller, a lot more petite, we can kind of manage it better and have these more fun, interactive things. Now, that's a part of a membership called the Cookie College. It includes that group where you're going to get all that camaraderie. They call each other roomies. We did not come up with that. Yeah. They're cleaning out their cars together. <laughs> we um, also retired the 2023 Cookie Class Kits. but From the Cookie Class Kits membership. Yeah, but the Cookie College still retains all the 2023 classes and going to the 2024 classes. It also gets every membership below it, including the Cookie Class kits, like Corey said, the digital downloads, the Baker's Business Basics, the $2 Transfer Club, and I'm working on a DIY kit thing. But if you're wondering why that seems so much more affordable, it's because we practice what we preach, and that's popcorn priced. Yep, I told somebody the other day, the reason why the college is priced the way it is. It's because it's a much better deal than everything else. We would love everyone to land there because I think you're going to like it the best. Mm-hmm. Is the cookie college more work for me and Heather? Yes, <laughs> because it's not a standalone product. We're constantly adding value to it. But if you get in there, I promise you, you will find the value in there and you'll stick around longer. So that's why we want a popcorn yet from the cookie class kit, which is more just a download and you, you take like, you already know how to teach classes you don't yeah. need this anymore you just like just i don't even want to take pictures <laughs> that's a cookie class kit if you're like hey i want all that i want to teach class kits i want to know how to teach yeah. class kits i want to talk about room rental rates and have 20 people help you understand the math behind it you're going to want to join the cookie college and that is at the cookie is where you can sign up 76 dollars. you can join monthly and cancel any or you can anytime or, or join yearly and save two months nice Norris. Norris, you have a twin trust. A twin terrester. I finished organizing my closet. So in, did I say this last week? Yeah. The giving yes. away the nicer things? No. 
Corey in this community group has a give it away Wednesday. Kind of cute idea. And I was thinking to myself, because I'm still in my, you know, purging phase. Uh-huh. Doing, there's a lot of things I have now that I just like, uh-huh. but I'm not using them. So in essence, even if I like them, they're worthless to me. And in the hands of somebody who will aggressively use them, their time better spent. Better than I am. So for the Give It Away Wednesday, I've been giving away some solid stuff. Some solid things. I know. Like I, they were pining. Yeah. Some of it had tags on it. Anyways, if you, that's my, my current motive is if I'm not using it, if I haven't used it, if I don't plan to use it, if it's under $20 and under 20 minutes away to replace, donate it. Donate. It. I'm making macarons again tonight. Can't wait for the Where first trader to Who are they going to? Contest? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> no, to the corporate order doing right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it? Who was it for? Oh, yeah, blue stuff. Sorry, I got a big... So you're doing macarons and cookies? Yeah. Well, I just want to see if I still have the macarons. You know, it's been a hot minute. I would love for you to make an overage so we can eat some. I will make an overage. Thank you. If they turn out right. Otherwise, I don't care. I'm you don't like, care if the what's ugly ones... feet? Their feet are big? <laughs> if they explode through the top of spine. I don't care. <laughs> they look like a little molten lava. Oh, really? What no, causes that? I could, I don't know. Macarons and K-pops, I've decided, are the same thing. You don't know what you've messed up until it's too late. Right. It's just revealed at the end when they start bursting. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, well, I better know for next time. Whereas with sugar cookies, you're going to be like, I can scrape that. I can put painted gold. Oh. There's no painting cracks Yeah, Corey brought some cake pops, cake pops over. They were del- delicious, I but so what's going on with them? You guys got the bad ones. Yeah, what was my the one with the warts? <laughs> okay, so I did learn this. Okay, so, okay, so um, before I was using the... I can't remember. I think Sweet Tooth Fairy in Michael's, the melts. Okay. Love them. They are thicker. Okay. So someone said try Merkins. Oh, it's just a thinner ingredient It's chocolate? a different Oh, that's so complicated. Wafer. Yeah, they're not wafer. technically called chocolate. It's it's a it's a melt flavored with vanilla is technically what it is. Uh. So I tried the the Merkins and it if you have trouble with thick chocolate. Merkins was so much thinner. I'm sure there's an ingredient you could add to thin it out even more, yeah? Yeah. You can add the lumps that I added. <laughs> okay. So, so people are like, these paramount crystals are where you add. And when you add... What's that land? When you add these paramount crystals, for whatever god-known reason, they don't melt. I said God, no reason. Oh, okay, good. I'm gonna find out. <laughs> no, no. They don't melt. So when I dipped one of these cake pops, you literally attracted every unmelted paramount crystal. Crisco, which was actually fully liquid. <laughs> I was like, how did this, how did we get Okay, so uh, no paramount crystals. Yes, to melted Crisco. <laughs> of course, learning phase. <laughs> <laughs> One time we brought these mags here and they had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they were lying there. <laughs> Listen, I'm not naturally good at anything. So I already you know. Do that whole story. I already know it's going to be horrendous before it gets better. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're getting towards the end. Like, here's the problem. When Corey stops making the mistakes, I stop getting the stuff. It goes off. When I start getting good, they go to the giveaway. <laughs> <Darn it. laughs> 
Uh, so that takes us through the podcast. You can learn more about The Cookie College at thecookiecollege.com. But check out the Sugar Cookie Marketing group on Facebook and the Wednesday, Wednesday newsletter. should have a transfer that you <laughs> <laughs> you guys are hour to write Well, you guys enjoy that snow day out there. <laughs> <laughs>